Pamela Show, where we learn and grow together. Now, before I bring on this week's amazing guest, I have an empowerment quote for you. The universe loves speed. Think about that. Now, today's guest, John Tallarico, <laughs> he says that all the time. And do you know what it means to me? It means that the universe has a rhythm for your life. Yeah. And once you find that rhythm and align with it, things just fall into place and they move so quickly. Now, I would like to reference a master builder from history that you can find in my favorite book. His name is Nehemiah. And my favorite book says that once Nehemiah aligned himself and his team with the greater plan, that their work was accelerated. And you know what? That is exactly what will happen to you. Are you ready? Here we go. On with the show. John Tellerico can take you to a place inside yourself that you can't go by yourself. You know, Michael Jordan's called a great basketball player, never won a championship without Phil Jackson. When you have a coach, you learn techniques and strategies that will help you to begin to go to new heights and have major breakthroughs. John Tellerico, he's a specialist in that area. He has changed my life in so many ways, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Akon. Listen, if you're going through something in life, man, and you, look, and you don't feel like you're actually moving with passion and whatever your endeavors are, reach out to my man, John. What we do is we don't give up. We show up and we start to understand that there is a common denominator to success. So when you declare it, know that it's true. And then what you do, you take action. How do you take action? By doing things contrary to what you've done to this moment. Because you're going somewhere now you've never gone before. So you have to be willing to do things you've never done before. Remind yourself each and every day, you're dying for what you don't want. Die for what you want. Go all in. We have to order our thinking first. Heaven's first law is order. You have to order your thoughts, and then you have to order your behavior. John Tallarico is without question one of the most beautiful human beings that I have met in the whole 60 years. I haven't known John for 60 years, but I've known him for the last five, six, seven years. And he happens to be, without question, the most generous person. Yeah, it's great to be here. Great to be here. Looking forward to it all week. Yeah, man, me too. Me too. John Tallarico. John, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Joe, for having me. Really excited to be here today. John, good afternoon to you and welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jake. Super excited to be here. Welcome to the Billionaire Podcast today, guys. I want to introduce you to John Tallarico. He is the star in our company, an absolute star. He helps more people understand how to set and accomplish great goals than probably anybody I work with. Hey, John! <laughs> Hello, Pamela. Great to be here. Super excited. How are you doing? Oh, it is so exciting. Well, everybody, this is John Tallarico. He is my transformation coach, the transformation coach to the legendary Les Brown and so many other amazing people around the globe. And having him today coming into your home or your car or wherever you are, get ready because you are going to get a coaching session on the Pamela show. You will learn and grow a lot. We all will today. So John, take it away and empower us and teach us today. 
All right. Thank you so much, Pamela. Super excited to be here. And yes, for those who don't know me, my name is John Tellerico. I am, I like to say I'm a high performance results coach. Why? Because I believe that the goal here is to get results for each and every one of you listening today. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you a blueprint over these next few minutes about how you can achieve everything you want in your life and start taking action immediately after today. We're going to talk about today the three proven strategies to finding those million dollar relationships. What do you need to do to connect to more income, to more impact and more influence in your world? What do you need to do to finally stop sitting on the sidelines of life and start to take action? Believe in yourself. Know that you're God's highest form of creation and that while you're here, you're here to do amazing work. You're here to find that million in you, that one unique thing that you do better than anyone else on the planet. Extract it, bring it out, use it to impact and change the world for better. And then keep moving and get everyone else on board as far as transforming and changing their lives so that they can actually transform and change other people's lives. So what are these three proven strategies? Well, first of all, let me just share briefly a little bit about my story so that each and every one of you know that if I can overcome the things I've overcome in my life, so can you. I grew up in Flint, Michigan. I give you a very short, condensed version of my life. That Flint, Michigan, yes, where they put lead in the water and poison their, their residents. The Flint, Michigan, that was decimated by the auto industry. For those of you uh, who remember the movie, Roger and Me, my parents were divorced uh, at a, when I was seven years old. My dad was an auto, auto worker. He, he hung car doors for over 40 years of his life. And I know that he wanted to do more and give more to his family. He just got trapped. So many of us get trapped in that hamster wheel of life that we don't ever get outside of our comfort zone and take those risks or what we perceive as risk and go after our goals and dreams. He didn't know about these three strategies I'm gonna share with you all today. And yet he did the best he could. He provided as well as he could for my brother and I. And yet my parents were divorced at seven at a time when divorce wasn't very popular. A babysitter who thought it was okay for her to do things to, to a, a seven-year-old boy that no child should have to endure. And that led me on a path of starting to drink alcohol in, in secret at age 12. And yet on the outside world, my life looked perfect. I was a perfect student. And I did well in school. School was my salvation as well as my grandmother. She was my angel who had me listen every Sunday afternoon to a gentleman named Mr. Les Brown, who told me about the fact that I had greatness in me, that my current circumstances did not have to define me, that, that I could be and do and have something else. She gave me books like by Og Mandino, the greatest salesperson in the world, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And yet I always had one foot in the personal development self-improvement world, and yet one foot out not truly believing that I could do more and have more and be more. And so I spent decades chasing what everyone else wanted me to do, thinking that uh, doing things that my ego wanted me to fulfill meant something to me. And finally, after those four decades, I realized that, no, this is what not what life was about. Life was about doing what I love, recognizing that one unique spiritual gift that I have, knowing that I was created in pure perfection, that I am God's highest form of perfection, and that he gave me as well as all of you, the six greatest gifts we've ever been gifted. Our memory, so the ability to realize that if we choose different actions, that we can train ourselves to know that we can think into the results we want in our life by knowing that we can choose our thoughts, change our feelings, change our emotions, and then act in a different way than we've ever acted before. He gave us our will, the ability to focus on one thing to the exclusion of all others, the ability to focus to not be outwitted by the devil, to not drift through life. He gave us our intuition, 
every question has an answer. All of you know the answer to every question you're ever going to ask. And it's that intuition. It's God speaking to you in that first voice. The second, third, and fourth voices you hear are your conscious mind trying to talk you out of what you really want in your heart and soul. And so we have to learn to trust. We have to move, learn to move forward with that unwavering faith I'm going to talk about here in a minute. He gave us our greatest gift we've ever been gifted, our imagination, our ability to dream, our ability to see ourselves in the future as how we want our life to be and actually to live it from today. He gave us our perception. Nothing is either big or small or good or bad. It's how we perceive it to be. So when we change our perception about something, we can actually change our life. And reason, he gave us the ability to decide, is this a good thought that I'm about to choose right now? Is this something that's going to move me closer to my goal and dream? Or is it based on old habits and old paradigms in my life that have allowed me to stay safe? You see, during these next few minutes, we're going to go from the old model to the new model. What is the old model? It was living by what we see. People will tell you seeing is believing. That's not the truth at all. It's the believing that is the seeing part. And the first one of these strategies, write this down. You need to connect to the right kind of thinking. You have to change your thinking. 95% of success is all based on mindset and your mental ability to stay focused on what is it that you truly want, not what you think you can get. So how do you connect to the right kind of thinking? One, you have to develop the awareness to recognize what you're doing. Know that you have programming inside of you, these old, these old paradigms, these mental habits that have caused you to get the results that you've gotten up until now and that you have the ability to override and rewrite these paradigms. It's like when you buy a new computer. There is stuff pre-installed in there that you don't even know exists, and yet it runs some of the programming. So we have to develop awareness to know that why we've gotten the results up until now and that we have the ability to change those results. That ability resides in our ability to be aware of what we're choosing in our thinking. The next way you need to connect to the right kind of thinking is understand what paradigms are, what has been stopping you. Paradigms are a set of mental programs. They've been put there from when you were very young. Usually by the time you're at the age of seven, it's already done. The script has been written. And yet we consciously think that we are in charge, that we have free will and the ability to choose. And yet we keep getting the same results over and over and over again. We go to seminars, we read books, right? Sunday night, we're fired up. We're calling our loved ones, our friends and family. Look out, come Monday morning, I'm on fire. We're up early. Got that goal list, the to-do list, knocking it out one after another, boom, boom, boom. Tuesday, oh boy, I'm tired. I did so much yesterday. I'm just gonna snooze a little bit more, 10, 15 minutes today. But I've got my goal list written out, so I'm gonna go get it today. And Wednesday, we hit the snooze a little bit longer. And by Thursday, what? Right back to the old way of doing things. And then the seminar comes around again. And what do we do? We promise ourselves, this time will be different. I'm gonna, no way, not today. This time, I'm going to give it all I've got. And I remember what trapped me and tripped me up last time. And what happens? The same thing. But maybe we make it till the next weekend, right? Or maybe make it in another week. But again, we go right back to the old way of doing things. Why? Because we're not changing ourselves on a subconscious level. Now, I want you to think of the mind for a second and see, no one's ever seen the mind. When I say mind, people think of the brain. The brain is no more your mind than is your fingernail. And yet mind is in every cell of the body. Mind is movement. So what happens? We have to have an image. We think in pictures. And so we need an image of the mind. So I want you right now to use one of your higher mental faculties, your, your gift of the imagination. And imagine a giant circle with a line going right through the middle. The top half of that circle is your conscious mind. That's the educated mind that gathers information. School teaches us to gather a lot of information. 
And yet on a certain day at a certain time, if you can remember a lot of that information, they're going to tell you how smart they think you are and what you should do for your career. Yet that's not learning. That's memorization. That's regurgitating stuff that they give you. No, what we're learning here is things that will actually transform and change your life. The only way to develop understanding is through study. You want to study the right kind of things. You want to study the things that say, okay, I realize now that the mind is made up of the conscious mind, what I just shared. And underneath that circle that you drew right halfway through the, the circle, the other half of the circle, the bottom half is your subconscious mind. And that's where everything happens. Your subconscious mind is immoral. It doesn't know the difference between right or wrong. That's why that you can practice and program yourself in your mind for 30 days and you can play a piano as well as someone else who's been practicing on a real piano for 30 days. That's the power of the subconscious mind. And yet we have to be careful what we're planting in there. Are we planting garden in the garden of our mind? What are we planting? Weeds or wisdom? The wisdom to know that we are God's highest form of creation, that everything is already here in one form or another. Nothing is either created or destroyed. Everything is already here. The way to have this call has always been here. The way to have our cell phone, the way to travel through the air, always been here. We just didn't have the awareness. So then it comes down to what is it that you really want? Having the awareness to know that everything's here in one form or another, that you can be doing and have whatever you want, but you have to make a committed decision. How do you do that? How do you connect to the right kind of thinking and the right kind of decision? You have to figure out that burning desire. And that leads me into number two. You have to connect to the right kind of message. The message that you tell yourself, what is it that you tell yourself that you want? What is it that you tell yourself you're capable of having and doing? And what is the self-image that you have of yourself? Because your self-image will never allow you to perform any greater than what you truly believe you're capable of doing. And yet we have to suspend those limiting beliefs to know that we can do, be, and have anything. Our eyes deceive us, right? The believing is the seeing part. You stand at the end of a pier and you look out over the sea and you see that the, the world looks flat. And yet all the greatest discoveries, all the greatest inventions, all the greatest movements over the course of human history have happened. Why? Because one man or one woman was willing not to trust what the eyes saw, but what rather the heart believed. And so we need to connect to the right kind of message. What do we tell ourselves that we want? And this is where we have to learn to set a goal. My mentor and the person that I am, one of his coaches all around the world. He has 2000 coaches of us teaching us a program called thinking and results. Bob Proctor talks about setting C type goals. You want to go after something you've never gone after before, but something that you truly love to do, not what you think you can get. Now, how do you do that? You back again to that imagination. You sit down, you quiet the noise, you turn off all outside distractions and you start to make a list. What is it that I would really love to do? If I didn't have to worry about how it was going to happen, what is it that I would truly love to do? And then we pick one and then we set a date to it and we write it out. We put it on the card. I'm so happy and grateful now that by this date, a lot of people think it's an income goal. That's, that's easy because we can measure it down to the penny, but you have to have a goal. We are goal seeking individuals without a goal. You're just lost. And now what do we do? We set that goal and now we get moving, but make sure when you set that goal, that you have that burning desire in your heart, that you're willing to die for what you want because you're dying for what you don't want right now. And then we take massive daily action, but we have to track what we're doing. If you're not tracking what you're doing, you're just convincing yourself that you're busy, not very productive. And at the end of each day, what do we do? We review our day. We look at that goal card. We rethink, is this what I truly want? Is this what I really love to do? 
And then we rewrite it if we need to. If we're not feeling it, if we're not willing to give it all we've got each and every day, it's the wrong goal. Now, I often tell my clients, borrow my belief in you until you believe it yourself. A lot of times my clients will put an income goal that they don't believe they can get. Yet I believe it. Why? Because I know all you have to do is ask yourself two questions. Am I able to achieve what I want? Someone's either done it already or they're doing it right now. Second question is, am I willing to do what it takes? And this is what separates most people from achieving success is that they're not willing to do what it takes. What does that mean? What does it mean to be willing to do whatever it takes? Because that's the one common denominator between successful people who achieve their goals and dreams and those who do not. They're willing to create a set of habits to do things other people don't want to do. They'll get up 30 minutes earlier. They don't look, hit the snooze button. When they wake up, they get up. They have their day planned. They have a morning daily success ritual that they do. All my clients, prayer meditation, gratitude list, listening to their life script, studying, reviewing their goal card, and then off they go, taking massive action. And so we have to recognize, one, that we also have the ability to choose, right? What did I talk about earlier? One of our greatest gifts, right? Reason, the ability to think in each and every moment. And this is where the accountability and responsibility come into place. We have to be fully responsible for each and every decision, each and every choice that we make. You all want to have an accountability partner. You want to have someone to check in with each and every day. Somebody who is of like mind, who understands that you can do, be, and have whatever you want if you just follow God's laws. Everything, everything is based on law. And that you get rich, you achieve success, you get whatever you want, not by doing things, but by doing things in a certain way. And it's all based on law. The top 5% of the people in the world understand that there is a blueprint to success. And that that is all based on God's law. It's true for all people in all places and all times. And when you understand the law, when you understand that blueprint, then it becomes a decision on about what is it that you truly want? What do you need to tell yourself that you are able to do? And that is anything you choose. You need to connect to the right message. And how do you do that? You move forward knowing that you have a goal in unwavering faith. And you have the awareness to shift those old paradigms, to override that old programming, to delete that old virus code. Yes, there's a deadly virus going on out there, but there's a deadly virus also going inside in your thinking that's telling you that things aren't possible, that who are you to think that you could achieve this? And yet you don't want to limit, you don't want to listen to that. That's what I call the committee, trying to talk you out of your goals and dreams, trying to keep you safe, built in each and every one of you is that cybernetic mechanism for success. And you can either program it to succeed or you can program it to fail. It is up to you. Now, how do we program it to succeed? The only way to do that is through knowledge. And how do you gain knowledge? You gain that through study, listening to shows like Pamela, what she's doing, studying the right kind of materials, reading the Bible, reading other books that are going to inspire and motivate you to know that you can be unlimited in your thinking that you can think unrealistically, that you can be illogical, and then you become unstoppable. And then what do you do? You move forward in faith, unwavering faith, not blind faith, that's not worth anything. Unwavering faith. There's a great book called The Power of Awareness. Neville Goddard talks about living from the end. Determined imagination is the greatest of all miracles, living from the end. You wanna one, decide what it is that you want. And then two, you wanna see yourself as the person you wish to become. And you have to get in touch with the feeling, the feeling of the wish fulfilled and live, not 
thinking that you need to get somewhere, but living, knowing that you are living from somewhere, knowing that the, the wish, your goal is already done the minute you decide it and declare it in your mind. And then now we take massive daily action and track what we're doing and move forward in faith. And what happens? When you move forward in faith, what happens? Your confidence builds up. You start to change and develop the self-image. You pick characteristics of the people that you want to incorporate into your self-image. And you start to treat people as if they're the most important person in the world. You leave people with the impression of increase. You write out your gratitude list each and every day. You develop that amazing attitude toward everyone and everything. And what happens? That is expressed in the state of well-being. You're happy. You're moving through life with ease. And people, places, opportunities start to show up in your life. Other people will call it luck or coincidence. I don't believe in such thing. No, that's God giving you confirmation that you are doing what you need to do to have what you want to have. And then what happens? Acceleration, your goals, your dreams start to happen one after another after another. And now you're living in ease and you're moving forward in confidence and you're making a difference in the world because you can stand and look at yourself in the mirror and say, I actually love myself and I'm here to do God's work and I'm making a difference in the world. And I am impacting people's lives because I'm taking massive daily action because I do know the clock is ticking and that each second is so important. And I know that I can't manage my time, but I can certainly manage my activities each and every day. And what happens now? We're in a state of creation. Now, I said earlier, everything has an opposite. The law of polarity says that everything has an opposite. So what do you think the opposite of all that is? The opposite of knowledge is, is ignorance is not understanding, is worry and doubt. Why would you ever want to choose that emotion that keeps you in a state of fear and frustration, anxiety, anger, and depression? Remember, in each and every moment, we're either moving forward in un unwavering faith or we're moving forward in fear. Fear is a very low vibration. You're going to continue to attract things when you're moving from a place of fear. And you'll start to see that you have a lot of anxiety which gets suppressed. And then what? It's depressed. Right? Depression is just anger turned inward. And then things start to fall apart because you're in a state of disease. Now, what we want to do is we want to connect to the other side, right? We want to choose. We want to choose knowledge through study and understanding that we can have whatever we want, that we will move forward in unwavering faith because we have the right kind of message. We have a goal. We know exactly where we're going and we're going to guard our thoughts daily. And we're going to be fully responsible for each and every thought that we have, which is going to cause us to feel and act in a different way than we've ever acted before. And we're willing to be uncomfortable. We're willing to blast through that terror barrier. Why? Because your body will try to pull you back. We've been so programmed to live from our five senses, right? What we see here, taste, touch, and smell, that the minute you start to go off course, it's going to try to bring you back on course. And that's when you have to have the courage to meet, as Andrew Carnegie says, your other self in those darkest, deepest moments, you'll realize that you have unlimited, untapped potential. And you then blast through that terror barrier. And you keep moving forward, achieving your goals and dreams. Now, the third thing you need to connect to is you need to connect to the right kind of network. You have to realize that we're all in this together, that we all came from one place and we're all going to transition from one to one place. But while we're here, we're here to help each other. We don't, none of my clients compete with each other because they understand creation. Amateurs compete, professionals create, because we know that supply is unlimited. Now, how do you develop the right kind of network? You, one, have to be accountable. You have to find yourself surrounding yourself with the right kind of people, like-minded people, 
who are going to push you and not allow you to make excuses, but propel you to your greatness by pulling you up in those times where you're having some doubts, by making sure that you're not making choices from the committee, but that you're moving forward in faith and that you know that you have people. It's a family. It's a community to get you to your goals and dreams. And then what do you need to do? You need to be yourself. The opposite of, of cowardice is, is the opposite of courage is not cowardice. It's conformity. Rollamay said it's conformity, trying to be like everyone else. Be unique, be yourself. You want to develop amazing relationships? Start to pay attention to what's important to other people. Ask yourself, how can I contribute to them? How can I always leave everyone with the impression of increase? And then be unique. Do something I call little things for big connections. For example, Pamela, let's say you wanted to develop a relationship with Pamela. You would take the time to research and study and understand what's important to her. With social media right now, you can find out more about Pamela than she probably knows about herself. But you start to do your research. And then you ask yourself, what else can I do? And then you, you take action. The other thing you can do is you can start to develop a different mindset, understanding that you're only two people removed from anyone else on the planet. Decide the relationship you want to create and then reverse engineer it. But you have to have a very good reason for it. Why do you want to have this relationship? And that goes back to making sure that you have the right kind of goal. And so when you start to master those three things, when you connect to the right kind of thinking, when you connect to the right kind of message, and when you connect to the right kind of network, you become unstoppable. You discover the million in you, you bring it out, and then you make a huge transformation and a change in the world. So I want all of you today, after you hear this show, to go and make a list of 20 or 30 things that you would truly love to do. Ask yourself, what is it that I really want? I want you to write it out then. I'm so happy and grateful now that by this date, I am. You write it in the present tense. And then you write out a gratitude list today of 10 things or people that you're grateful for. And you do this every day. And you look at that goal card every morning. And you take massive action. And tonight when you go to bed, I want you to review your day. Ask yourself and look at your activities today. Did what I do today move me any closer to my goal and dream? Is the person that I wrote down on that card, let's say, for example, you wrote down that you want to earn a half a million dollars, quarter million dollars by a certain date. Are the activities and choices I made today of someone who makes $250,000 or $500,000 a year? Review, rethink, and then rewrite your goal, rewrite your plan for the next day. And then we start all over and with no judgment. And then we do the same thing over and over again, taking massive daily action. And I promise you, when you follow this method, when you understand that there is a blueprint to success, all based on God's law, and that it's perfect, and it happens perfectly every time when you do things in a certain way, you can have and be and do whatever you want. So I hope, Pamela, that's been helpful to, to you and your listeners. Absolutely. I was going to come on and be going like this. Where'd the ball go? We shot it out of the ballpark. I don't see it anywhere. <laughs> that was amazing, John. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that you didn't add that you want to add? Wow. I, you know, the importance of study every day, Pamela, it's so important. That first hour of the morning, right? Prayer, meditation. Yes. Making sure that you're studying the right kind of material and then taking massive action. And then also working daily on our self-image, Pamela. You know, I believe most people don't go after what they want because 
we have a poor self-image of ourselves. And I know this to be true because it took me four decades to change the self-image I had of myself. So if some of you are going through some stuff right now, some challenges, believe me, I understand and I know, but I want you to know it's possible. How? Mm -hmm. By just taking some different action each and every day. Yes. All things are possible Amen. to those who believe. Yes. And what we believe is determined about what we let ourselves think about, right? Be transformed by renewing of our mind, Pamela, right? Yes. You don't know the exact scripture to quote, but it all starts there. It all starts here and then it drops down and then it comes out and then we have results. One of my favorite things that I took away today, John, that I just want to close out our show together with was, are you planting weeds or wisdom in the garden of your heart? And that the garden of your heart is what we want to follow and believe, not what we see. If we're just going to trust what we see, we're going to go nowhere real fast. But if we will follow that garden of our heart, and follow that belief, what the heart sees, yeah. And make sure that then what we're planting in there is wisdom. Uh, you know, you will be able to achieve anything that you have a heart's desire. There we are with heart again for yes. your life. Yes. Thank you, John, for being here today. This has been amazing. You all can see why he is my results coach because he gets it done. <laughs> he nails Actually, it. I don't get it done, Pamela. You get it done, but yes. Oh, yes. You teach us and help us to realize that we're equipped to get it done. And uh, that's what's so great about you. Thank you, John. Thank you, Pamela. Appreciate uh, being here. And thank you again for having me. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for being here today at The Pamela Show. Remember, you are here on purpose, with a purpose, by design and not by default. Be the salt and the light everywhere that you go. See ya. Pamela Hinkle is the founder of The Purpose Center. Pamela is a mindset mentor, author, speaker, minister, and transformation coach. Her weekly podcast, international radio show, and television show are a lifeline that changes lives and inspires people to discover their individual potential through realizing their purpose by design. Pamela is a natural motivator and has shown many how to find their niche and transform their lives. Although success is an uphill battle, Pamela gives the necessary strategies to flourish, cheering you on every step of the way. Pamela shares from her personal experiences, education, and life as a woman in leadership, utilizing decades of knowledge. Taking the approach of, let's have coffee and chat, she will awaken your dreams and purpose by design. Are you ready for Pamela to help guide you? Email us at purposewpamela.office at gmail.com or go to her website at purposewithpamela.com.